You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Hope everybody's doing well out there. As long as you got your health, I hope you're doing good enough. Um, in my eyes, that's pretty much all I need, and I am super thankful, at least. Let the ones around me, um, my immediate loved ones, not many of them, pretty small circle, but just let us be healthy, man. That's good enough for me. Um, money comes, money goes. As long as we're not healthy, we're getting our nutrients, you know what I mean? Especially if you have a roof over your head, you're doing all right. I know everybody wants a lot more. I hope we thrive for more. Um, maybe not even in the material form. I definitely have a different opinion than most. I do realize that. Um uh, most of the people around me, that is, um, just perspective-wise. I know this comes down to just being homeless and making it, you know, to where I am now. I have, you know, I rent a four-bedroom house in California, just me and my lady. It's crazy when people look at it that way. If you think about it now in the market because things are booming, it's wild. Um, life is good. Life is good. But definitely where I'm at now, I could sit and complain about, you know, what I'm, what we're paying and this, this, and that. But the honest thing is just I'm so thankful, man. I am so thankful. I hope you all start the day the same way. Um, that's I didn't even plan to start like that, but that's where we're going, folks. So thankful, man. Um, basically, I show up to work every day. Everybody asked me. That. Had a guy ask me today, man, what's up? One of the drivers, I ain't even going to say his name. It's relevant. But with that being said, he was like, man, how you doing? Like, what's up, man? How you, how you liking it for real? Because we were out on the dock, so it's just me and him. I'm like, oh, man, it's it's cool, bro. Like, it's good. He's like, I'm not going to lie. Most people, they come in with that smile, but they've, they've lost it by now. And I was told him, man, they can take the job, but they can't take the smile, man. There's no way, like, no way, shape, or form. There's nothing about that place worth taking my smile. Like, my goal, it comes down to our definition of success. I've heard this said, I think, by maybe it was Tony Robbins, maybe it was Gary Vee. I listened to so much, I really... Honestly, don't know who to give credit to, so I'll just give it to them both because I'm pretty sure it was one of them. We got to redefine what the definition of success is. And right now, it's usually a dollar amount, and what it needs to be is just happiness. That is the definition of success. You can keep chasing money all day. There's always more to make. You'll never reach the top. You know what I mean? There's always going to be somebody on top of you. I mean, maybe you will, I guess, but... Not very likely, not very likely, and good luck. But with that being said, I think when your goal is happiness, there's a whole lot of different ways to achieve that. Um, And, I mean, there's only one person that can be on the top. There's billions of us now, I believe, so good luck with that. With that being said, I think as long as your goal is happiness, it allows you to help those around you a lot more as well because you're not trying to gather wealth for your own. Um, With that being said, I don't have a goal. I, I'm not worried about a retirement. I don't plan to live that long, even though I probably will, just because I didn't plan to live this long. If I planned to live past 25, I definitely would have graduated high school. But there were days, and, and see, that's what I can't explain to people, is when you leave the house and you know, you know, you got two guns on you, you got two clips in your pockets, and you know that if you get pulled over, you are not stopping. It is going down. You And the whole car knows it. I mean, there's three, four of you in there. That's the plan. The plan is we got to execute. There's nothing going to stop us from executing. You know what I mean? If anything happens, we just got to hopefully shoot out the radiator, shoot out their car, and 
keep making hopefully we make it out of it because we are not getting caught what we got on us he's gonna you know the gun's got bodies on us we're gonna catch murder so you're basically doing life in prison so there's no reason in letting them pull you over you know it's a difference when you leave the house is thank the you know thank the heavens those days we did not get pulled over i have been pulled over on multiple occasions i have gone to jail a couple times but not on those occasions um Man, they would, I mean, it's just a different mindset when you leave the house thinking that. And you know what's going to happen because you're already, when you go out in that mode, it's already, you're probably riding on somebody as it is. So you're already planning out to go out and just drive by shooting or whatever you're doing. If you're going up on somebody, if you're just sneaking guns in the club, if you're doing whatever you're doing, if you're doing the different things out there, you people doing hits, there's people doing all types of things. Oh, man, those are, those are. Those are different days. It's hard for people that haven't done that to even try to relate. Um, it's like talking about doing armed robberies or something of that nature. If you've you never done them, you cannot relate. Um, I think there's multiple things like that in life. It's like talking about parachuting, and you can only imagine until you've been up and you actually jumped out of an airplane. I, I don't think it's imaginable, but that's personal opinion. Oh, man. Just thankful, folks. Just thankful. That's all I can say about that. And on another note, NBA Finals going off. That's that's pretty crazy. <clears throat> there were some good series. Definitely thought Luca might have done it. Pulled it off. Pulled off some magic. Luca fell short. Little baby bird. Um, big you know, big shout out to Golden State, man. They just keep holding it down consistently, man. Those are some shooters, some real ball players. They're not even overpowering. It's just I just watched Steph Curry drain a three. It's just beautiful. Um, he's six of eight right now for twenty one points. Ooh, somebody went dipping down the street. You know, seven of nine. I mean, how do you stop that? The dude is just, he's not the biggest guy. He definitely, I would rather have Iverson on my team. Just, I, I'm a bigger AI fan. It's crazy. But when it comes to shooters, he's going down one of the best all time. He's up there, Ray Allen plus, you know, because Ray Allen didn't even, he, he wasn't even on the point like that. He was more like a off to the side type. But we ain't even got to get through all that. Just shooter in general, man. Steph is, I mean, the dude's the dude's a masterpiece. I mean, the dude just does it. Um, Clay Thompson, he hasn't been there as of late, but he's c- definitely carried his own weight. Draymond Green, um, I'll agree with you know Charles Barkley and say that he's just the way that he plays and his expression, the way he's up and he's one of those guys you want to punch in the face. With that being said, he's one hell of a player, man. That dude can ball. Um, it's a man. Life is good, baby. Life is good. Life is good. Golden State, man. Y'all be true. Y'all be. Killing it, killing it, killing it. Um, big shout out to Boston, Boston Celtics, also doing it on the other side. They took out the Heat. Um, I was kind of rooting for Jimmy Butler, no real reason in particular, but now that Boston's there, I got to root for you know Al Horford. Hopefully he can get one. The dude, he's been playing a long, long time. I've been watching him. I'm not a religious basketball fan, but I you know I pay attention. I used to have the uh, Sacramento Kings ticket, so I'd watch every team you know every game that they would play except for when i traveled up to sacramento for work and i was like super excited and then i found out that i can't watch it because i'm in that area so what we do we bought tickets to the next game we just went to it that was dope um big shout out you know sacramento kings man love love my sacramento kings even though we're always losing it's okay it is okay um my reason why i like sacramento kings just flying into sacramento as a kid i was probably like let's say six seven eight years old maybe somewhere in that range just flying in i remember we left lax or ontario i'm not really sure i'm pretty sure it was lax just 
in my mind, I've always told myself it was LAX to Sacramento. And I just remember flying in and seeing all the greenery. And I was like, this place is amazing. And from that point forward, I was like, man, something about this city has got to stick with me. So I just picked the Kings, rolled with it from there, especially when they were dueling it out with the Lakers. It was a prime time to be a Kings fan. Man, I wish we would have beat them, Robert Ori in that three, but we ain't going to talk about that or get all my emotions hurt, and that's no bueno. With that being said, man, basketball, basketball, basketball. I have been picking up some, uh, let's see, NBA Top Shot. Did I pick up anything worth wearing? No, but they do do a drop. Um, what is it, like Friday, I think. So there is a drop coming up. Hopefully I jump in on that, give me a little bit. What I have got, I ain't going to lie. UFC, UFC strike. I definitely picked up the dojo pack. Um, I grabbed one of those. I'm pretty sure I picked up a pack the week before. Nothing too special. I did get a, what's his name? Thompson, um, the, the karate dude. Wop, wop. Uh, I got Thompson highlight. So I did get a Thompson moment. Pretty rare. I believe if I remember correctly, I think it was like number 98 or something. It's pretty low on the, it was double digits. So no complaints either way. I'm thankful, super thankful. Um, Man, man, UFC's been wild, super wild. We got the fights coming up this, is it this weekend, I think, huh? No, next weekend, I'm pretty sure, because it was 10 days last. Yeah, I think it's next weekend. That'll be the Valentina Shevchenko. There's a lot of fights at that car. That car is going to be wild. Love UFC, but with that being said, I think I might have fucked up, but I might have done a good thing. We will see. I definitely got a uh, Conor McGregor UFC crypto.com nft um 150 bucks bought that that was pretty complicated i will not and do not i might i'm not gonna say i will not so let me let me rephrase that but i do not plan on buying another nft on crypto.com it was a real hassle um i wasn't sure i didn't feel like it said well enough what cryptos you can buy nfts with so i just bought some solana transfer my solana over so I, you know, transferred Solana from my Coinbase where I already have my account set up and everything. So I didn't have to wait for anything. Transfer it right over some Solana. Plus I already had Solana in my wallet. So transfer it over. Now it's over there, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Transfer that over. It's sitting in my Coinbase now. I go to buy the NFT. Oh, no, wait. It doesn't get to my Coinbase. So I transfer it over. It takes over an hour. I'm wondering, there's two different wallet addresses that you can send to it in Coinbase. There's like, crones or her soul so i picked the soul one because i don't know what the hell crones is and i sent it over it was gone from my coinbase i can see the transaction i can see that it occurred and never showed up and then i'm reading through it and it says if you send it to the wrong type of wallet that the crypto's gone forever blah blah blah. so i finally hold a live help live help i start hitting them up like yo what's going on did i lose my money what's going on they're like what's the transaction i look they look at the transaction. Next thing I know, they're like, it should be in your wallet. I look, it's in my wallet. I'm like, what the hell? It was over an hour. I was waiting. Whatever, whatever. So I go to buy the NFT. Come to find out, can't even buy the NFT with Solana. So I'm like, oh, man, this sucks, right? So I'm like, well, I'll send the Solana back and I'll buy, some, you know, get some ETH and send some Ethereum over. So I get the ETH, send it over. Then I can buy the NFT. I buy that. Got it. Bingo, bango. Everything complete. Want to send my soul back? No can do. Soul cannot happen. Um, 24-hour hold. All right, that's fine. We'll, we'll wait 24 hours. I'm not even tripping like that. The money's not that tight. I'll wait. I wait. 
go to send today because it's been 24 hours now. Or was it yesterday? Yesterday, I went to go send it. Soul Network is down. Can't even send the soul. So now, man, it's, it's just all sour. Just the way that it all went down, it's like I, don't, I really don't want to use that app again. Just the way that it all occurred, and it was just the different wallets, different locations. When I tried to send ETH, I had to send it to like an ER40 or ER20 or something like that. I'm like, what the? I don't know what the hell the type of lingo bingo this shit got. But. Um, it was definitely stressful. I definitely thought that I lost the crypto just the way that they had it worded. If you send it to the wrong wallet, that shit's going to be gone forever. I was like, I don't know what Crohn's is or whatever it said, but it was interesting. It's probably just my lack of intelligence. It's definitely my lack of knowledge. Um, but with that said, I think it's a general lack of knowledge. Um, when it comes to the everyday, maybe I'm tripping because I know most drivers think they're good drivers, but I do think I have a little knowledge in the crypto space, but it probably, you know, just my ignorance. Other people that know it are like, fool, you don't know what you're talking about. But there's other people that are like, yeah, man, this fool, I don't know what the hell they'd be talking about either. I'd be scared. But it was just inconvenient. You shouldn't even have, I think, to have something fully functional and correct, you shouldn't even have that feeling occur, especially to a new customer. They definitely don't want to return. I'll stick with my Phantom Wallet, some of my other things, and um, I'll keep doing it that way. Dapper, I haven't had any issues with. I do appreciate Dapper. They definitely refund everything that they say when they say, like, they'll give you a credit. I said refund, but it's really just credits. And they say, oh, you get a $50 credit if you spend this, or you get a $20 credit if you spend $50 in the marketplace, da, da, da. So, I, you know, I've spent money that way, and I, I definitely get everything that I deserve. With that being said, um, or that they owed, not even that I really deserved it, because I think that everything that I have is beyond a blessing that I even deserve at this point. So I used to be a piece of shit. It ain't hard to tell. Um, just thinking about it, man, we, everything from just riding around doing armed robberies and just all types of things, man. When you're hungry and you're out there and your stomach hurts and you haven't eaten in three days and you literally have to go snatch your purse because there's no other way to make finances at this point, and the easiest way is just to go down the strip and just snatch somebody's purse and start running. Now, you got to remember, this is 15 years so years ago so it wasn't like technology as today there weren't as many cameras people didn't have credit cards as much people did have credit cards but hold on was it more uh oh man yeah that was 17 years ago so almost 20 years ago so there was more cash there was a lot more cash nowadays it would be even more sketchy because not too many people carry cash like that but there's always a hustle um especially with fentanyl going around everybody be safe out there i know a lot of people dying around me um real close to me coworker, her her son you know it's sad things man just, just passed away and it's just like a hey, big shout out to the homie smooth man smooth he has to tell his own story i'd love to get him on here talk about it but from what i know him and two other homies picked up some little bit of booger sugar so they can party out and uh, go drinking on a two dollar tuesday or whatever it was down there in redlands where i used to kick it all the time man big shout out to redlands man two dollar tuesday shout out what's up, what's up, what's up? um yeah love it out there man big shout out just cool environment most nights i did get jumped one time but my homie stood there and watched so it says more about my homie and about myself and my lack of judge of character but i already knew what it was he just had I was out there with other people. I just met up with him because he had him, a girl, and then an extra girl. And she was like, who's your homie? So I went over to meet up with them. Then somebody says something at the bar, go down. Well, my homie don't get down, but his homie get down. That's all I can say. But with that being said, I held my own. Definitely didn't get no knots on me. Didn't get no licks on me. But I did lose like an $800 watch in the scuffle. Um, Definitely held down. 
And I felt like an idiot because I never wear, wear L.A. Uh, I never wear L.A. hats. Never wear L.A. hats, especially because I'm from the I.E. We don't we don't ride with L.A. like that. It's just the way that it used to be. Nowadays, you see a lot more L.A. hats, but like my homies used to get checked. So I didn't wear it that often. I wore it. I wore an L.A. hat that night and uh, in my first time wearing it. And it actually got. Yeah, it it let's just say it didn't go well. That L.A. hat definitely, uh, that thing has some stories. Every time I wore that hat, man, I got, oh, man, 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 stories, man, stories, man. I'm always getting into something out there. There were just times, thankfully, the police saved us one time because I did. And I'm not going to lie, the first one, sucker punch. Now, with that being said, I'm not a sucker puncher, but a party, we're outside a bar. It's 2-something two, two a.m. They're kicking us out. I don't know what my homie did, what happened, where. Next thing I know, boom. Fight erupts, dude squares up on, okay, the dude next to me, that's what happened. There's a black dude next to me, and I didn't know this guy at all. He gets knocked out, and he. And when I say he gets knocked out, they're standing face to face. Oh, there was a girl, and she was standing there. Okay, so it all started about a girl, and it was somebody's sister or something, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, who was trying to talk to this girl? Da, da, da. And I remember this black dude walked up right next to me and was like, I'll try to talk to her. What's up, ma? And the Mexican dude walked straight up to him. Bam, one hit in the face. I just remember this dude just knocked out. He just cold, fell backwards, and he hit his head on the bumper of an SUV. But it wasn't like a real bumper, like old school, like metal bumpers. It's just what they call a bumper now. But it's really plastic, thankfully for him. Because if it was like a real bumper, like that was on my 63 Dodge Dart, you're going to bust your head on that metal. But the bumper probably saved him a little bit. But he hit his head on the bumper and then hit the floor. His homie was right next to him. He didn't even square up. But that's when the Mexican dude looked at me. He was like, What's up? I was like, that ain't my homie. That's exactly what I told him. That ain't my homie, right? So as that happens, he turns around because his homies are getting down behind him. Little do I know, his homies are getting down with my homies. He goes running into the mix. I'm not sure if it's the same guy that I cracked, but he goes running into the mix. And now those people are fighting my friends. And I know that when one of my homies just goes falling backwards out of the mix. And I just see him falling backwards. And some dude getting over him, just about to knock him again. So my homie got dropped. He goes fine. And he, he's my coworker. He's not a homie like I kicked it before we worked together, and he's not a homie like we kicked it after we worked together. But while we worked together, he, we definitely went out. Um, yeah, we we was chilling, and next thing I know, he goes falling out onto his back, and as he falls onto his back, some dude steps over him and is just about to haymaker him. So I make it over in time when I see him fall and I'm like making it over. I dodge through a couple bodies and boom, like cheap shot this guy as he's about to hit my homie that's on the floor already. I don't know if he was knocked out, but I know he was fell onto his back in a knocked out motion. And he definitely went with a black eye the next day. So he got popped. You know what I mean? Um, definitely saved my homie. But it was a cheap shot. The first one, a cheap shot. Boom. That dude falls out, just falls out completely. So I'm looking around. I see my other homie, my homie Trevor. Uh, wild Trevor, man. What's up, Trevor, man? I don't know where the hell he's at. He's in another state, um, Oklahoma or some shit now. But Trevor's over there. I see him, and he's trying to tackle somebody. So now he has him in like a, you know, like a tackle maneuver. So he's pushing him backwards. This dude's going back, going back. People, there are like four or five people trying to break him up, you know. So they go and they break him up. Now I'm watching this fat boy, and he's like walking, but as everybody's pulling this full Trevor back and now he's my little white homie, but he's going crazy. Like that drunken rage, crazy. He's like, ah, and everybody's holding him back. This other dude, now that nobody's paying attention to him, that he was just trying to tackle. He goes creeping around and he walks around this tree, but then goes around. 
I see what he's doing because, you know, I'd be doing this too. So I sneak up behind him. I'm literally right behind him. He cocks back, boom, hits my homie. He cheap shots my homie, boom. And right as he cheap shots my homie, I cock back, boom, I cheap shot at him. So he cheap shots my homie, boom. And right as he does that, I sneak up behind him, cheap shot him, boom. So he falls out. He falls out, a big-ass white dude. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm like maybe 5'10". That's be nice. I'm probably like 5'9 and a half. You know what I mean? We're going to say 5'10", so y'all don't need to know the truth. Um, I'm chilling. and Well, not chilling, but I just knocked this for boom. And then this big-ass white dude. Don't know where he came from, but I can tell you he was like, he looked 6'5 to me because I looked way up at him. And this dude comes, and my hat had fallen. So when I clocked the dude, my L.A. hat, oh, well, my hat. Fell on the floor. This dude comes, and I just remember this big ass. As I look down to grab my hat, I just remember a foot stepping on it. Boom, and it's in the mud. It's in grass, but there's mud underneath it. So he steps on my hat. I look up. It's this giant, like 6'5", but he was a little heavier, like fat, not stacked, like built, but he was a little fatter to me at the time. Look up. He's high as, like, he's way up there. I cock back. Boom, hit him with everything I have, man. I'm not going to lie because I just, I knocked two back to back. So I'm like, all right, cool. Number three, bam, banged him a good one right in. Probably if I had to guess somewhere in that jaw area, like cheek area, banged him a good one. Boom. He took the full hit, but his head turned and he looked at me. As he looks at me, I hear right behind me, boo. Thankfully, 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 police showed up, man. As soon as I heard, boo, I reached down. Pick up my hat. I'm still looking at him because I'm expecting this fool to hit me. But he's looking at the cop now. Reach down. Grab my hat. I'm gone. Take off, boy. He ain't nobody catching me at this point. If anybody knows me, they know me. And, I, man, I got away with a lot of money just by my feet alone. So I was out of that situation quick. Choom, gone. But with that being said, man, like I said, the police saved me that day. I am so thankful, so thankful because I don't know exactly what would have happened. But don't step on my damn hat. If y'all learned anything from that whole conversation, just don't step on my hat. Um, man, life is crazy, man. Just That's one thing MMA taught me when I talk about being thankful, man. You don't know who the hell anybody is. You can judge people, people with tattoos. You used to know something about them because they used to typically get them in prison. You can still kind of tell what prison tats are, um, at least I, I believe. But maybe there's some better than I know. But typically you can tell. You'd be like, okay, those aren't, those aren't you know, tattoo shop tats. Um, but mad respect when i see them i already know what the deal is and those are the real tattoos and i only say that as somebody who has tattoos but here's the funny thing and i do have jesus you know i got i got some religious tattoos on me but uh they were all paid for with sin money i can definitely say that my first one was first tattoo i'm not sure which one it was but it was a robbery. I can tell you that much. And I don't, I'm not exactly sure at which point I got the tattoo. Um, there were a couple in the same, you know, in the span of time, but it was definitely, you know, one of them is always robbery money or something that I came up on or did something illegal and came up with a large sum of money. And it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go get tattoo. I never like worked and got a paycheck and was like, I'm going to save up and go get this tattoo. Never, ever, ever spent hard, hard earned money on a tattoo. Never. Spend money on myself like that? Fuck no. Only when I'm splurging. Everybody else go out, buy out, buy some new shoes or whatever. I'll buy a tattoo. Uh, you know what I mean? I got a couple grand. It's like, let's go get some ink. Boom. So when I do get it, I, man, I, I always remember those moments. And there's no high like it. It's just, 
I, I always chase the high, folks. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not a drug fiend. I definitely I have a very addictive personality, so I just stay away from drugs. But it was the same reason why I enjoyed fighting. Um, fighting MMA, you know, fighting karate in all those years. You know what I mean? We grew up in karate since we were like, you know, six years old, just in tournaments with just people packing the bleachers and you're just out there sparring with your little headgear and, the, you know, the, the coach in the middle it's, or uh, the judge or referee. Uh, they were they were weak though, man. Those tournaments, weird ass scoring system. You'd be whooping somebody, and they be man. The points were weird, man. I remember thinking that as a kid, like y'all rob me, but they judge on contact and not just on like putazos. They don't judge. I'm trying to knock. You know, it was different. It was very different. Um, scoring system. You just have to learn it. As a kid, I was more into fighting. Like, hey, man, I won that fight, and then they're like, hey, but the scoring points. I'm like, man, them little. If I was taking little wink winks, I was trying to knock You know, I'm doing damage, but damage is not part of the game when it comes to those karate tournaments. You just want to tap, 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 and just keep on moving. You know, it's very different. Um, but with that being said, like I said, when it's you and somebody else, nothing else in the world matters. Like, especially, you know, in MMA, when they lock the cage, it's a different feeling. Just a cage is completely different feeling than a ring. Um, a ring is a cool feel. It's got a little more bounciness, a little sponginess to it. I felt and the noise and everything. A boxing ring with the ropes, you can bounce. Cage is not so forgiving. Maybe the UFC ones, like in the legit ones, are a little more foamy than the ones I've been on, but they are not as bouncy like boxing. You know, boxing is a little different. Um, man, it's but it's just a different when they lock you in a cage with somebody else. I mean, I understand dog fighting to that level, and that's just where you get to. And it's like, okay, well, it's me and you. There is this referee, you know what I mean? But there ain't, there ain't no chickening out. Like, this is going to go down. We, we were scrapping. And it's not like the streets, so you don't have to worry about getting stabbed or shot. Being stabbed sucks. Uh, don't, we ain't got to talk about that. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, just thankful, folks. So, so thankful. So thankful for each one of the listeners. So thankful for each breath. So thankful that I'm the ability to go to work. You know what I mean? And I think as long as we have that mindset together, we, we can – achieve a lot more just through happiness um, as far as reaching success. And I don't mean that in a dollar figure. I do hope that everybody makes it. I don't want to see anybody go hungry. Um, I do want to see those that work the hardest get paid the most, you know, or maybe work the smartest, you know. Um, I have very – it's weird, you know, the that we're just taxed so much to the government, and then the government is not a business. The government has been proven to waste money. They definitely do not – spend money well um we definitely give we get forced to give them a lot of money instead of being able to keep it in you know our own hands and grow our own capital and grow the capital of the country we just keep basically like a toilet that we just keep throwing money in and they just keep flushing it away um for those that know about you know the military industrial complex and just their you know no bidding contracts and they can just pay whoever whatever and there's no competition allowed and it's it's ridiculous the spending habits of our government it definitely um man you i've been hearing uh alex jones talk about it forever everybody calls him a nut and i was always you know as a kid i didn't know what the hell was going on i just listened but as i got older i was like man 90 percent of what that dude was saying was he was pretty damn close you know i'm not gonna say he was right because he yeah uh, it's hard to, it's hard to say that but Mad respect to what that guy's done. You know, over the years, we all make mistakes. We definitely do. And um, I do believe in 5150. I'm not saying you're crazy, Alex Jones, but I'm, when it, when people talk about mental illness, man, for those that don't know, I, I've man, 
it's real to me. It is real to me. I have visited my, you know, my mom in, you know, little mental ward. I visited my cousin over here at the mental Institute and it's wild, man. It's wild. I, I know that there's levels to it. There's definitely levels to this shit. So not everybody's got every, all the pieces to their puzzle. And as I have grown and learned over the years, I don't think the people missing the pieces, such as probably myself, realize the pieces that they are missing. I think that we all believe that our puzzle is complete. And I think that we're all missing a piece or two. And some of us are missing half the damn puzzle. But in our own perspective and in our own minds, I think we all convince ourselves over the time that we got it together and that we are, we should be the standard basically. Cause we got it. We're all good employees. You know, I don't think anybody looks at themselves as a bad employee, but when you look around, you're like, man, that was a shitty employee. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want that for working for me. He can be your problem, but it's just interesting perspective, folks. Interesting perspective. I just want to share mine. That's why I do jump on here and, you know, try to communicate with everybody. I do apologize for the listeners that, you know, wanted to hear an update. You know, I've just been, doing all types of shit, man. I'm not going to lie. I did a brake job and helped one of my coworkers out. His brake was sticking. He was like, I don't know why when I'm driving, it's just squeaking. Uh, you know, usually when you hit the brake, there's an indicator, um, the metal part of your brake that kind of sticks off to the side on the Hondas. And that gives you a heads up because it starts scraping and you're like, Ooh, I need brakes. With that being said, folks, I ain't going to lie. Um, his brakes was squeaking when he was driving. So I was like, Oh, something's up. Let me get down in there. See what's going on. Take it off, you know, start getting in there, finding the brake. I, I get the front and rear brakes off, trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, all right, I got got it. Got the front brakes off, got the back brakes off. Got all my parts. So I jump down to the parts store. says everything's in stock. Well, I go to AutoZone first. AutoZone has the front brakes. And they're like, all right, we got this. Line me up. Boom, I got everything. Rear brakes. I was like, all right, they're disc, blah, blah, blah. Here's the model. They're like, no, nah, that model don't come in disc. I was like, what are you talking? I just took it off. They're like, no, here's the brake shoes. Like, we have the shoes for it. I'm like, no, it's not drum brakes. Like, I know what drum brakes are, and I just took disc brakes off. Like, there's there's huge difference for those that know mechanic-wise. You're like, oh, yeah, there there's no confusing the two. You know what I mean? One's like a round-ass horse, like, one's a round-type thing. It goes inside of a drum, so it's real round. And then you have brake shoes, which are flat things that go in between the calipers that get squeezed together. So they're, they're not even close to the same. They're very... You don't confuse the two. I'm like, no, I'm telling you. And they're like, well, we don't have it. I'm like, well, check the 2016 Honda then and check your system. They're like, well, that one has disc. I'm like, well, you guys got it. They're like, no, we don't have any nearby. So I'm like, oh, shit. Jump over to O'Reilly's. O'Reilly says, yeah, we got it all. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll pay for it all right now. Bing, bing, pay for it all. They go in the back. They're like, um, actually, we only have one rotor. You got to go to this other store and get the other rotor. I'm like, all right, cool. Go over to the other store that the guy told me to go to i'm like what's up man need a rotor they're like all right cool take my receipt to go in the back chilling out there chilling out there still chilling out there 15 minutes later probably this fool comes out hey man i can't find it like i don't know why they sent you over here we don't have it i was like all right cool i'll go to this other one there's another one around the corner i was like i'll just shoot over there he's like all right man sorry about that so i jam over to the other one talk with them they do have it they have it all it's, it's bingo bango out the door you know shout out o'reilly's i'm not even hating on them it's just the way it was just the way that the fucking day went so i get back i got my brake pads and everything replace the front brakes everything goes well go to the rear brakes everything is fucked so this is where the squeak was coming from so i already know there's gonna be a problem pop the rear brake off next thing i know 
the caliper bolt is stuck. So when I'm trying to slide it in and out, because I want to grease the pins, the uh, fucking pins, I don't know, roll pins or whatever they call those things. Um, Damn, I should know. Hinge pins? I don't know. Yeah, the little pins that go inside and uh, in the caliper bracket, those pins, one of them was stuck. So they should push in and out. They have like, um, they're filled with grease. So you fill them with like a grease and anti-seize basically. And they use the air because they're such a tight fit, kind of like a little plunger in there. And they just kind of bounce off. And you can, you can usually squeeze them. Well, one was stuck solid. I mean, I tried everything I could to free it up. I put it in a vice. I hit it with a hammer. I was trying to pull it. I tried everything. Like, fuck, man, can't get this thing. I send the owner a video. I'm like, this is what's going on. This is why your brake was squeaking because this thing was stuck closed. You know what I mean? So send him a video. He's like, well, whatever you got to do, just let me know. Let me know. I'm like, all right, cool. Eventually, I was I find the part, and um, they have the bracket, but they don't have the pins. So I can go to one O'Reilly's. That's over in, you know, Cala Mesa. That's a cool 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes even. And Cala Mesa kind of far, actually. So I'd have to go all the way over there, get that, and then go over and find the pins, which I can probably find on the way back. There's like five O'Reilly's between here and there. So I'm like, man, that's a long ways. So I go back to the caliber bracket. I'm like, if it's going to break, it's going to break. And I broke one like this before when I was working, and it wasn't too much of a problem because we had parts vehicles, so I just kind of went over to a parts vehicle, took it off. But I threw my impact on it. And I said, either it's going to break. You know, if it breaks, I won't use it. But if it works, I'll see what I got. Put it on the max setting. Boom, spin it, and the pin starts spinning. I'm like, yes, but the problem is it's spinning, and it won't come out. So now it's spinning and where it's at, the bracket's gotten hot because I kind of like, so the bracket got super hot inside. However, the pin won't come out. So eventually I got away to where I was able to put the pin and the vise and pull down on the caliper bracket while I was spinning it. Eventually I kind of let it slowly come out. And uh, eventually I got it. I was able to clean it up, save it, filled it with anti-seize. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it survives for a while and everything's, you know, better. The dude's, you know, at work now telling everybody he's super thrilled and there's just more work than time that I have. Like I said, folks, I'm, I don't have no time, man. I'm constantly doing something. When I do, I'm playing a poker tournament. Big shout out two weekends ago. I don't even know if I announced it. Man, I came up a couple hundred bucks, like 400 bucks. Not bad, but I got like sixth. I think it was sixth in a ACR tournament. It was like 15 or $33 buy-in. I'm not really sure, but came up quite a bit of money. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So appreciative. Um, Poker, man, I just study a lot. So with the seminars and everything from Lionshare, truly appreciate them. Lionshare NFT, big thanks. Coming out with the profile PFPs here soon, so that'll be dope. Um, Pitbull Poker Tour, definitely messing with them a lot, man. Love my, you know, I got a gang of bitches. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go check out the, what's it called? Bad Bitch Billards Club or something. Yeah, BBBC. Um, Y'all go check it out, man. If y'all know about me, go check out my Twitter. You can definitely find it on there if you're into NFTs. But with that being said, Solana's dropping down like crazy. We could talk about the crypto market, but I really don't care at this point when I'm investing in these projects. I'm investing long-term. I'm talking 10 years to see what it becomes. I'm not really worried about selling out at this point. I don't, you know, that project in particular, I'm in it for the long haul. So I'm not really worried about the price of Solana as long as it goes up eventually. Or the price of the project just jumps up to where it's worth what it's worth. And if Solana drops down to, you know, $15 a piece, hopefully, the, you know, the pit bulls jump up to where they deserve to be at. And that's a couple hundred bucks, you know. So 
it all equals out, I believe, in the NFT. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a market, but I think that it will all equal out in the long run when you're playing the long game. Um, if you want to play the short game, I'm not against it. I love the flip. I love the hustle. I definitely dumped my own. My monkey rejects. Definitely joined them. Loved the project. Jumped on, sold, you know, did my thing over there. Um, man, life is good. Life is good. So I don't even judge on that. Um, man, 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 man. What else have I been? Ooh, I've been buying some nice gun parts. I know that's a real sensitive subject just because of, you know, the shooting that occurred in Uvalde. Super sad. Super sad. Definitely for all the fans, like, you know, my heart. My heart goes out to everybody, man. Everybody out there. It hits a little close to me just because I was out there in Carrizo just uh, five years ago out there working. Carrizo is like one of the small towns right outside of Uvalde. And with that being said, a lot of the people that, you know, my coworkers, the guys that I saw every day, they were from Uvalde. They would hit, you know, armadillos or hit something on the way to work, coyotes, or they were poor. There's all types of shit out there, man. It's crazy out there in Texas. But a lot of them were from Uvalde. And um, I'm really, you know, I don't know if any of them were their kids or, you know, however that goes. I didn't keep in touch with those people. I was just out there. When I'm working, I'm working. People know me, you know. People know me by my government name, and I'm just out there. I'm 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 not Bob Dog, that's for sure. I can tell you that much. With that being said, man, it was you know my heart goes out to everybody in that situation. Um, it's real sad, man. Real sad. Um, shit. What what do I say about it? You know, for any of the families there, and just the, the tragedies happening for them, and the stories that go along with that, and it's so sad and. It's kind of pushed the Ukraine war out the window with all those lives affected and all the lives that were affected in Afghanistan and Iraq and all the lives that have just been affected around the war, the world. And it's just there's so much pain. And, you know, I don't think that we can stop it. I think we can amplify it, but it's, it's going to be hard to stop. I think pain will forever, forever be there, which is why I'm so thankful for the days when I don't have to feel it to that level. When my son's OK, when my daughter's OK, when my loved ones are OK. Um, it's just a good day. It is just a good day, folks. I hope we can all look at it like that in the future. I know it's hard to say sometimes when things are stressful. Um, I definitely like my lady works in customer service, dealing with pissed off customers all day. It's hard for me to tell her that when she's dealing with what she's dealing with. And I'm over here with big ass smile, just positive mindset. And you got, mind you, I'm the safety guy, man. I'm, I'm the police over there. I'm totally positive. Um, I definitely have to enforce what I have to enforce, but people just take advantage of the situation to the max level. And it's sad. It's really sad. We'll see, you know, we got to figure it out. It's definitely working with, and it's so difficult, man. Cause these guys have been there for 20 something years and people just doing what they do. You know, it's hard to change these guys. I got all the dock workers wearing vests. They do it pretty religiously, but when the next shift comes in, they're not wearing vests. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, it's real easy for the supervisors to get these guys to wear their vests. Yeah, I tell them, yo, get your vest on. But everybody else not wearing their vests. And this is getting real difficult because now they don't wear a vest. And I can't. It's like, man, man, man. It's sad. It's sad for the mentals, man. It's like, your job requires you to wear a vest. Please wear a vest. Like, what else do you have to say? Why do you have to babysit people? I do not get it. But. It's the world we live in, and it's the reason why I have my job. Well, part of it. Another one, the trailer wasn't backed up far enough today, and there was like one inch of plate literally on the trailer. Trailer's like six inches forward. It wasn't backed up far enough, and it was just, it was a disaster, guys. It was just a disaster waiting to happen. They load the whole trailer. I find it when there's one pallet left. There's no reason to move it now. 
I, there is, so nothing happens. But literally one pallet left. They loaded loaded the whole damn trailer. There's like 40 damn pallets in there. Oh, man, it's stressful. It's stressful. Me, I would have looked at it like, hell no, y'all better back this thing up like Big Booty Judy. You know what I'm talking about? We better get this thing. Well, boop, 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 without popping. She can be popping. She can be booty popping in a handstand for all I care. But with that being said, folks, truly appreciate each and every one of y'all. I bought a rifle kit for my AR-15. I get to build another one of those. Um, I bought a red dot for the rifle that I have. I did buy the rifle kit because of what occurred, and I think that this ban will be enforced. You know, if they're going to do anything, they're going to enforce stricter bans. So I'm definitely working on getting uh, another pistol before this July laws take effect and the gun list gets narrowed. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, ammo up man i need to get my ammo too but i need to get my gun game right while i can so i definitely you know i I, i'm a strong believer of the second amendment and when people say you know to their their side i totally respect it but with that being said it's hard to measure what's happened in the last you know couple years because it's our culture that's sick it's not the guns the guns have been available on crazy levels you know for many many years and uh it's a culture the culture is getting sicker um, and you know, this is, and it's the media coverage, you know, it's getting louder. There's, there's more coverages. There's definitely the internet. More people are more in tune, getting more information throughout the day rather than when you got home from work and you turned on the news. Very different, very different folks with the internet. Um, shit, man, what do you want me to tell you? But when you think about world war two and you heard the general, you know, just say you can't invade the motherland of America, there will be a barrel behind every blade of grass. So it's kept us from being invaded because you already know that we are packing. If you try to invade America, you are invading the country because we are packed. We are geared, you know what I mean, with the AR-15s and those types of assault rifles that protected. If we're all narrowed down to bolt actions and lever actions and shotguns, we ain't going to be fighting no damn armies off. You know what I mean? There's no way. But that is their ultimate goal so that we can't fight an army off, and that's what most people understand and know that do have the whole reason for the second amendment amendment is not for the right to go hunt a damn deer. It is so that when things decide to, you know, invade, take over or invade our rights, you know, become in just a dictatorship and just conquer. Um, we have the right to defend ourselves. And that is the point of it. It is definitely not, uh, for, you know, home defense, if somebody's breaking in your house, so you just need a nine millimeter or, you know, a revolver is good enough. That is not what's going down. You try to fight an army with a revolver, fuck that. You crazy. You know what I mean? It's better than having a spear. But with that being said, spear might be more accurate at range, depending on the, the revolver. Oh, man, life is good, folks. Life is good. Um, just wanted to share a little perspective, let y'all know what exactly I'm up to playing with the kids, running around. Definitely been playing some poker, um, working on cars. I have more car work to do. Definitely been doing my research on that, getting ready to do some more projects coming up. Need to finish the projects that I do have. I am getting closer, but I have been lapping valves, doing all that. Um, getting closer, but when I say getting closer, it's not done. So that's that's where that's at, and I don't have much to do. I could probably finish it in a good, solid day or two and get it cracking. But with that being said, I'm so detail oriented. I'm trying to get every little particle out of the block that I can from the little pieces that I had to scrape off of the gasket and the little pieces that fell down into the little bit of coolant that's in there. And yeah, I just need to get over it and slap that bitch together, drain it out and keep it rolling. But with that being said, maybe just a good flush, um, a good flush right before I fill it up and then do it that way. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. With that being said, I don't want to keep y'all waiting too much longer. I need to get back to these NBA finals, get to watching that. 
Um, I need to get to working on my car. I need to be doing all types of things. Ladies out here producing tumblers. I see that, you know, one of my homies on there bought some from her and he's, she's doing her thing and we got the baby running around. The shit's cracking. Paid off one of my credit cards. That's nice. I'm working on another one and life is good, baby. Life is good. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for each and every one of y'all. I hope that y'all feel the same. Thank y'all for tuning in. Definitely want to give a, just a big shout out to each and every one of y'all. But a big shout out to all the heroes that we have out there, the people that actually put others before themselves and don't need to go on and show about it or don't do it for the clout, or for the gram, and don't, don't even need to do it for social media. It's just where their heart's at. Big shout out to each and every one of you. So love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. And I am out. Gone. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast. With your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self destruct in three, two, one.